We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Friday, TGIF. Hope you are all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up show. Appreciate you all tuning in here on this Friday, a gorgeous day here in South Carolina. I see Austin Gregory, Gad, John Edward, Ethan, Bruin Nation, uh, Stephen Boyle Jr., Gad, Justin Langford, Travi, Madison Duncan. What's going on? Appreciate you all tuning in. Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel, the TDC Questions channel. To be sure your questions are answered there. Guys, we've got a lot to get into. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Our good friend Brennan M. is running late. I don't know exactly what he's doing, but he is running late. Uh, Austin Wright, Spurs up, my friend. What's going on? Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Very, very excited to go into this weekend. Darren Whitaker says, heading to the driving range. Have a great weekend, Darren. I'm right behind you, my guy. We're going to rock TDC today. And I'm going to probably get out there and swing it a little bit. It's a beautiful day for it, right? Why not enjoy it? I think the rain is probably on the way this weekend. So if you can, today is a great day to take advantage of the weather. It's like low 60s today, right? Low 60s is going to cool off, especially next week, I believe. So uh, definitely get out there and enjoy yourself. But again, guys, of course, as always, appreciate you all tuning in. We are taking your questions, your comments, your calls, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. You can call that number, text that number. Of course, as always, TDC brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Guys, go download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with our friends at Price Picks. And guys, there's no better time to play because it is Super Bowl weekend. Hey, you want to win some money on the Super Bowl on Sunday? No better place to do it than our friends at Prize Picks. You can play college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between. They've got it over at Prize Picks. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you. John Edward, already in my DMs asking about, there's nobody that is more impatient when it comes to merch than John Edward and John. You know, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just giving you crap, John. John DM me. Yeah, the stickers get out super, super fast, John. Those are out. You will get an email when the shirts are shipped. 
probably take a couple days, my guy. So uh, middle of next week is when I would expect those shirts to be shipped. It could be sooner. could take a little longer, but I think realistically middle of next week. Either way, I appreciate John Ember. John Ember put in an order. And, guys, I want to say thank you all so much for, again, the love and support of the merchandise side of the business. We have had a fantastic positive reaction to the golf merchandise. You guys seem to be really excited about folks putting in their orders for polos, for quarter zips. I'm going to be adding tonight uh, more designs, right? I'm going to add Clem Sucks, uh, the Yardcock design. I'm going to add uh, our TDC logo is going to be on there as well. Probably going to add Shane Storm. Again, some of our more popular designs and popular logos I will add onto the golf collection. So, just stay tuned for that. Really, really excited about it. And again, the stuff, guys, is top-notch, high-quality. Heck, I'm, I'm making it for myself as much as I'm making it for you all because I can't wait to rock it. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, above Average Gamecocks is my name. Is not merchandise, but I appreciate you. Hey, Above Average, I'm just glad to see you were able to change your name back, right? Um, I'm, just, I'm just glad to see you were able to change your name back. Madison, yes. So Madison asks, instead of paying monthly to the Big Cock Club, can you do a yearly payment? Yes, yes. If you go to Patreon, there is a one-time year payment. And Madison, it's actually cheaper. I think you get like 10% off if you do that. So, yeah, if you want to join the Big Cock Club today, it's patreon.com slash bigcockclub. Patreon.com slash bigcockclub. I'll throw the link here in the chat just to make things easier. But, uh, yeah, if, if you join a year in advance... If you join a year up front, again, it's 10% off. So it's definitely the way to go, um, I think, if you're going to do it. Also, guys, I would say this. I mean, the Discord is the big selling point, right, of the Big Cock Club and, and joining. But also, you get a promo code that gets you 20% off of merchandise. I mean, if you like the merch, joining the BCC alone is the way to go, right? 20% off of merch, that right there alone is worth. The $9.99 per month. Yeah, above average game cost. Yeah, I did mess up one time, put the Discord link in here. I'm just glad to see you tuned in, my guy. I know you've been busy with, with baseball and the season going and everything else. Shout out to our good guy, Pete Auk. Shout out to our good friend that is uh, coaching baseball right now. Really, really great stuff. The baseball season has started for basically everybody else except Division One. Uh, I think D2... Let's see, did did Newberry already start their season, P Dog? I know North Greenville had a tournament. So did, did, did all of did all of D2 start their season or does that start today? Because normally it used to be, I thought it was no, they they started. Okay, they started on February the third. So yes, Newberry started their season by taking two of three from Francis Marion. How about that? How about that? So there you go. Wolves are two and one. And it's like, why y'all ask, why do you care? Well, I went to Newberry, so I, I'm just always kind of curious how they're doing. Um, anyways, anyways. Hey, they play next Wednesday at uh oh, I won't be here. Never mind. We'll be out of town. Guys, on that quick note, no uh no TDC Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, right? Yours truly gonna be out of town Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Really, really excited. We're actually going skiing. Uh, going skiing Monday, Monday and Tuesday. We'll come back on Wednesday. Really, really excited. Uh, looking forward to it. Going to do the whole Valentine's Day thing. It's going to be a blast. Going to be a blast. Going to be nice to get away and attach for a few days, but uh, we'll be back and after it Thursday. Of course, the podcast will be unaffected. Huge show on Monday. Our full season preview show for Gamecocks baseball. I'll lock in my predictions. We'll talk top storylines. We'll talk uh, projected starting rotation. We'll talk projected lineup, anything and everything you can think of when it comes to 
the 2023 baseball season and the Yardcocks as a whole. Really, really excited to dive into it. And uh, that's always a fun show and one that I look forward to. And then, of course, on Thursday, guys, we'll be back. We'll be rocking TDC, but also the podcast will drop, and it'll be our first series preview show of the 2023 season as we break down the series against the River Hawks of UMass Lowell. That being said, let's jump to the phone lines here. Awesome. John Edwards. John Edward, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, how you doing, bro? I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. What's up? No, I'm just enjoying my day off. Every time I put yesterday, I'm not getting into it, but I'm enjoying my day off. And I'm actually leaving here like an hour and a half to go get a hair trim. Not like a total buzz cut, but actually going to get a hair trim today. So, like Very an nice. hour and a half. Love that. No, nothing better than a good uh, Friday cut, yeah. my guy, to take you into the weekend. Love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm watching college basketball in the Super Bowl on Sunday. But I just want to get your thoughts. Uh, I guess I would, since I saw the news that oh, it's the right decision to let Oklahoma and Texas join the SEC the uh, year after next, the not this season, the following season. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess you did say I was going to get your thoughts on like it's going to be no division, sixteen teams, get the, top, the two best teams in the conference. Mm. To play for the SEC. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the big news, man. That's the big news. Obviously, Texas and Oklahoma. It's official. They will join by next season, and it's it's going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out. Everything. Eight game conference schedule, nine game conference schedule, twelve team playoff is coming. Right, there's a lot to be determined. But okay. uh, I mean, you know, people. I remember when this was first announced. I guess it was like summer of heck, 21 or maybe 22. Whatever. It was a yeah, while. It was, it was a while ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, people people ask how you feel and all, and it's just kind of like, I mean, you got to be excited about it. Because, if I mean, it, it's coming either way. You know, it's coming either way. Gamecocks, the Gamecock side of things, you you uh, thank goodness you had a good 2000. And how about Madison joining the Big Cock? So, thank you. But um, you, you had a, uh, you know, you had a big 2022 season. Thank goodness you're able to build on that. You're able to recruit well. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, – you need to continue to parlay that momentum or recruit at a high level because it's only going to get more difficult. I mean, that's just the bottom line. So, um, you want to no, be yeah, the best, no, you've got to beat the best. And so, if they do go yeah. to the to the nine-game SEC schedule and the three permanent opponents, I think that'll be interesting. Who are the three permanent opponents? I, I know some folks have kind of squirmed at the thought that we might get, like, Georgia, Florida, and, and Kentucky or, or whatever it might be. So, again, that's all to be determined by the SEC, but uh, I, I'm excited for it. I mean, all in all, man, I mean, listen, I, I you know, I uh, – is it going to make it more difficult? Yeah, man, it, it is. Just just in all reality, yes, it is. But from the fan of the school uh, – from the from the fan perspective, fan of the Gamecocks, but also just fan of the SEC and, and, and fan of sports, I mean, dude, th- those matchups, those road trips to Austin and Norman – you know, those matchups and not just football, but baseball, I'm extremely excited about. Basketball, basketball will be cool. So, I mean, I, I think I think it's awesome, man. It's just uh, – but college sports are changing. College football especially is changing, man. It's – it's uh, yeah. you know, I, I think at some point it's not out of the realm of possibility to think there will just be like a big super conference and uh, I don't know. But either way, all, all in all, long story short, I'm excited for it. And, you know, I mean, listen, man, it, it doesn't change the expectations and the pressure to win and – uh, does it make it more difficult? Sure, but that's why you come to the SEC because it is difficult and you're playing against the best. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, it's already, you know, it's already the top of the conference in college football and it's, you know, 
out of Oklahoma, Texas, two brands like that. And um, it'd be interesting to see if, you know, because, you know, when Texas and, and Texas and Texas and then when the Big 12, they play every year. So we see they play. I'm sure they'll play sometimes. It's not, it might not be like a yearly thing, but it would be pretty cool to see, you know, maybe those two Texas schools get back to playing each other. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that'll be really cool. No, I, I'm excited for it, man. I mean, like I said, it's, it's, you know, the SEC is already the best football conference, but I mean, baseball is just going to be crazy. Baseball is going to be crazy. So, oh my gosh, um, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited yeah. for what it, man. It'll be cool. Was, It'll be cool. What did you say? It was like one day you said, was it D1 baseball that said they have only three teams not from, from the SEC not making the tournament? Yeah, no, they, they've, they've got 11, they've got 11 of 14 making the postseason. Every team in the SEC West, uh, every team in the, well, actually, no, I think it was 12 of 14. Because the only two they didn't have oh, yeah. in, I think the only two they didn't have in were uh, Missouri and Kentucky. So yeah, I mean it's wow. it's loaded, yeah. man. It's a gauntlet, but uh, it's it's no surprise, man. The, yeah. I mean the best baseball is played in the SEC, and and that, that's what makes it special, man. That's what makes it fun. So yeah, speaking of them, and I'll, I'll let you go. But um, yesterday I actually went ahead and I was like, I like to get out in front of these things. It's um, now April. You know, it's funny, dude. Me, my dad, and his dad are going to Columbia for the Friday night game against Florida, which, you know, I don't know if it's funny you know, how it works out, but we're going to the second game against the Gators in April, the day after the Fort Mill. Uh, you come to Fort Mill. Yeah, so. yeah, that's awesome, man. I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward so, to it, man. Fort Mill will be a lot of fun, and uh the alehouse tour stuff no man. yeah no no i think we should be good i, I think we should be good fingers crossed <laughs> the last time we came there yeah. that was the whole panthers fan fest <laughs> thing so it kind of deterred some folks i think which i totally understood but uh no nah, man I, i'm uh you know i'm excited about it it's, yeah, it's the, the, the 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 alehouse tour is is incredible man so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys there no yeah definitely i'm i didn't mention it you know my to my dad yeah but i don't know I might mention it for him later to say, hey, you want to go in April? Even though it's like two months away, but mm. put on his radar. And I've always texted him and his dad this morning saying, hey, this is the night we're going. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking, for, um, looking forward to going to Columbia because, you know, last year I, I, I did go to a game, baseball game last year, but I did not make the trip to Columbia because I'm like, why would I go to Columbia last year and watch a bad baseball team when they're already here in Rock Hill? Make that my game. Yeah, I, I well, I'm hoping at that point, my guy, you don't have the same feelings as what you were having last year. That's 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 what I'll say. So, no, yeah, well, I've already gotten the tickets ordered and they're already on the, the app, so it's like I'm going to Columbia giveaway. But you know, like yeah, last year was totally, mm -hmm. you know, but not pretty kindly. But it was, you know, I'm like why would I do that last year? And if they're here 30 minutes from my house, and I, I'm like I'm making back down there because it's a great stadium. Probably it's the only major college baseball stadium I've been to because I haven't been to anybody else major I mean I've been to Winthrop a couple times but that's not major mm -hmm. so maybe I'm a little biased on the stadium but um yeah I thought I'd call it because obviously you know next week you're gonna be gone you know Monday through Wednesday the show won't be on until Thursday next week so I thought I'd like hey I have the day off and might as well because next week the first three days we won't have it yeah Absolutely, dude. No, I'm looking forward yeah. to it, man. Yeah, uh, next week will be fun. Obviously, countdown to opening day. And uh, like I said, the spring tour, man. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you guys again. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, yeah, I might call in and 
you know, some other time, but I was like, hey, day off, might as well. For sure. Put my hair cut. So, all right. Thanks, dude. John Everett, I appreciate you, man. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Yes, same, bro. Yeah, man, take care. John Edward, great stuff from him. Going into the weekend with a fresh cut, no better feeling. Uh, guys, again, phone lines open, 843-790-337. Matt Johnson says, bring your clubs on the spring tour tomorrow. Matt Johnson, you, you already know. The, the, the clubs stay in the trunk, my guy. The clubs stay ready. So, now I, I definitely will. I definitely will. That, that might be a good uh, – that might be a good um, – event to rock the golf merch too we'll just go play golf boom we'll we'll, we'll uh go right into the event <clears throat> what have you so uh david asks in the big cock club discord what do you think of the comparison of nick eman warrior to Devonte holloman mark ryan on air <clears throat> who is ob- <laughs> who is p-dog in the big cock club discord he comments and says nicky more is better you know I, I'm, I'm excited to see the rest of Nick's career play out because Devontae Holloman's one of the greats, but Nicky Mawari's a stud, no doubt. I mean, he's got a chance to be one of the all-time greats for sure. Um, Madison Duncan. Yeah, Madison, thank you, by the way. That happened during the call. Appreciate you joining the Big Cock Club. Uh, we do have 3X sizes, Madison. Let me know if there's anything specific that you don't see 3X sizes in. And uh, I will get those added because we should be able to, for the most part, pretty, the only thing we don't offer, I think, 3X sizes and above in is the comfort color stuff. For some reason, they don't have anything bigger than 2X. But everything else should have 3X. Just let me know. Let me know if there's anything you see that uh, you want. And all the big cock club stuff should have 3X and larger sizes as well. So if it's not, please let me know and I will get that get that fixed, get that added, whatever it might be. Um. Anyways, man, the yes, the tour dates are officially out for the 2023 Spring Tour with our friends at Carolina Alehouse. Really, really excited, guys, for that. Looking forward to seeing each and every single one of you. You know, the Spring Tour last year was a massive success, and so can't wait to get on the road once again and uh, see you all. Again, in case you missed it, March 23rd is when it begins. We'll be in Columbia. March 30th, we'll be downtown Greenville right here. April the 6th. We'll be Woodruff Road in Greenville. So back-to-back Thursdays, we're in GVL. April 13th, we'll be in Somerville. April 20th, Fort Mill. And then April 27th, we will conclude in Myrtle Beach. Really, really excited for it, guys. Again, if you've got any questions, uh, I would expect all of the tour dates, the time, the start time to be 6 o'clock. I I think that's when we'll start it. Number one, Carolina Alehouse likes getting out there and, and getting, you know, advertising for Happy hour, also a couple of those tour events. There are games that night for South Carolina baseball. Um, and first pitch for those is around 7 o'clock. So we definitely want to get out there before first pitch. Um, and then it also just gives us time to hang out and relax and and conversate. And it'll be a very similar setup to what we did last year. Well, I have, I'll have the mic and speaker and, you know, we'll have merchandise for sale and all that good stuff and, um, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll just update you guys with business and, and, and life and the Gamecocks, of course, and, and we'll talk South Carolina. We'll be counting down to the spring game. We'll be in the heat of South Carolina baseball season, so really, really looking forward to it. And also, also by the way, in the beginning of the tour, uh, this will be March Madness for the women, right, as they pursue another national championship. So going to be a lot of fun, guys. Going to appreciate you all. Thank you all so much. It's going to be a lot of of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. Really, really looking forward to it. The the tour is something 
listen, I would not have done it again if it was not a massive success the first go around, and it most certainly was. So thank you all for that, and looking forward to getting back out and about and doing it even bigger and better this go around. So anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Ayo, yeah, my guy. Ayo, yeah. P-Doc, when are we going to do a reunion at the uh, at the old tin roof in Columbia? I, I feel like that's got to be a thing at some point, right? Like an old reunion tour at a uh, little, little Wednesday at tin roof action. What a time that was. What a time in life. What a time in life that was. So, anyways, um, let's see. SEC Baseball just posted this. This is really interesting. He says, got a little curious, dug around to find the minimum season ticket price for each team in 2023. This list does factor in any required donations per seat, but doesn't account for taxes or online processing fees. Worth noting that these range from standing room only to grandstand chairbacks. So the minimum season ticket prices for each SEC team in 2023 for baseball, for baseball. Most expensive, Auburn, which is surprising because solid baseball, but, but not an elite program. $355 for season tickets. South Carolina is I can't t- tied for third. Tied for third most expensive, $260 for season tickets. LSUs are only 250. Interesting. The most inexpensive, the cheapest tickets, and I'm assuming these are standing room only by the way. Florida. Listen to this. You can get season tickets to Gators baseball for 30 Five dollars. Now again, I'm sure those are standing room only, but still, th- dude, thirty-five dollars. How is that even possible? How is that a thing? That's crazy to me. That that is crazy talk. Thirty-five bucks. Second most inexpensive is Georgia, fifty dollars. Kentucky, sixty-four dollars. Mizzou's how how. How is it more expensive to go watch Kentucky and Missouri in baseball than it is to go watch Florida? How is that possible? Arkansas, 150. Tennessee, 185. Vandy, 200. Bama, 225. And then LSU, 250. Carolina, 260, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's a crazy. That that seems crazy, though. (laughs) Why is South Carolina charging 260? Right? Uh, Travi, Nikki Mawari was racing Amarian Brown in that clip, by the way. So that, that'll give you some perspective on just how, how fast Nikki Mawari is running. So. I'm just like mind blown how cheap those tickets are. I, I am mind blown at that. Anyways. Robbie Davis texting in. Robbie Davis says, what's up, Chris? It's the Zaxby's Hall of Famer, and I love when he types. I don't know if he's if this is talk to text or if Robbie is texting and he just spells my name this way, K-R-I-S. Chris, K-R-I-S. What's up, Chris, with a K? It's the Zaxby's Hall of Famer. My prediction for Sunday, Eagles 35, Chiefs 31. Okay, so what are you guys' thoughts on that? Eagles are minus one and a half, I believe. I think that's the I think that's the number. Yeah. <laughs> Just a K and an F. Nothing, nothing else. Nothing else necessary, my guy. K and an F. Chris Phillips with a K and an F. Anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
Let's see. Getting back into your questions here. Jay Bailey says, what's up, uh, What's up, bro? I'm a huge Carolina fan. Thanks for all you do to get info to us. Jay, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much for the love and support. Jeremy Wardell, what's going on? What's up, man? Again, guys, appreciate y'all so much. Truly grateful for the love and support, man. Truly grateful for the love and support. Um, y'all tuning in each and every single day means a lot. Means a lot. So thank you. Thank you. Feed Hawk. They want answers, but nobody asks us. That's right. That's right. Full tank. Nobody's going to gas us. That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, Kelly Hammond, I think the new venue should include a Margaritaville. Like they have at Pigeon Forge, a huge canopy Ferris wheel. Like they have there that you can see for miles away. A great destination venue. A Margaret, can you imagine a Margaritaville outside of Willie V? Can you imagine that? A Margaritaville. <laughs> oh my God. That that's that's a fun question, right? If you could construct, if you were in charge of like what they put outside of Willie B, you know, let's say it's a battery type of atmosphere, right? What what restaurants, what entertainment, like what should they put? What should they put outside of Williams Bryce Stadium, right? What should they put outside of Williams Bryce Stadium? I will say this, and I know my guy, I doubt he's tuned in, but I know me and my guy would agree. Uh, like the exact way they've got a Rocky Patel cigar lounge, my goodness, if they put that in the battery, my goodness, my goodness, what a time. Above average Gamecocks. Ray Tanner hates fun. It's not happening. <laughs> John Edwards says a go-kart track. How about it? A go-kart track outside of Willie B. Now I just feel like we're saying, what are the most ridiculous things they could put outside of it? Just put a top golf next to it. I mean, they're already putting a golf course, I guess. So never mind. Austin Gregory, they should put a TSUS brick-and-mortar location. Storefront in the front, studio in the back. Austin, that'd be incredible. That would be incredible, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be uh, – I don't know if USC would ever allow it. <laughs> I don't know if they'd ever allow it, but, uh, yeah, that would be nuts. That'd be nuts. And, and it, it'd be fun because it would be celebrated by many, but then, you know, you'd have the occasional that would – that would, that would probably try to egg the place, but, you know, you, you deal with the slap dicks as they come. So it is what it is. Um, above average Gamecocks, more concessions with faster employees. I hear you. A live – yeah, dude, you imagine like a live studio audience. We could just do college game day every game day, literally. It's, it's like our own version of college game day. Yeah. That'd be incredible. I'm trying to think what would I want out there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I, I really don't. A go-kart track is funny, though. <laughs> I think a cigar lounge. I mean, absolutely a cigar lounge. Travi, I'll tell you this. Okay, it says, have the TSUS cockaboos. Travi, I'm going to go on record and say this. It's not even hating. It's just a take, right? 
I'm going to go on record and say this, though. If you've never been inside of a cockaboos, you need to go. Like, it's a really, really cool experience. And I think it's one of, like, you know, each school has their own unique tailgating thing that they do. And the cockaboos is outside of the stadium, right? Or a really cool thing. There, there's something that separates South Carolina. It's totally unique to us. So if you can, if, if you can, and I feel like if you're a diehard Gamecock, you can rub shoulders with the right people and get inside of a cockaboos. With that being said, I think they're wildly overrated in regards to like, it's just, it's like, would I want to spend every single Saturday there? No, no, I, I, I would not. I would not want to spend every game day there. It's a cool thing. Don't get me wrong. It's really cool. I think it's a little overrated. And I don't even know if overrated is, like, most people don't even talk about it. Here's the thing. It's a cool thing to recognize, but I will say this. Most Gamecocks that I know don't tout it because most don't go. It's like a very, like, again, if you don't know the right people, you're not getting in, right? If you don't know the right people, you don't have access to it. So, long story short, I'll just say, say this. Travi, yes, it's cool to stop by. It's cool to check out. Would I want to rock a show from there? Would I want to purchase a cockaboose? No, no. You don't have a lot of space. You can't stay the night. You can't have a lot of people in there. So, it's like, I mean, it's a cool thing. But I just feel like what's, like, what makes that is it's more so like the aura of, like, I own a cockaboose. Like, I have a cockaboose. Like, you know, that's like being the one percenter of Gamecock fans. You know what I'm saying? The one percenter of Gamecock fans. That's that's what more so, that's what it's about. It's a status thing, right? Like, that's what it kind of feels like. Practicality-wise, not really. Not really. It's not the most practical option. But it's a cool status thing. It's a status symbol, if you will. And, Travi, I will say this. How much are they? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Let's see. I bet you could buy one right now. Let's see. Let's see. I guarantee you there's one on the market. Let's see. I tell you what, people on Etsy, bro, they'll just make anything, dude. They People will make. Purchase your own spot on the South Carolina party train. Let's see. There's got to be a listing somewhere, bro. Oh, here we go. Yeah. A stately. All right, here you go. Here, here's a listing. Here's a listing. Okay, it was, it was sold on June 2020. So this condo was sold for $195,000. $195,000. And you can't even stay the night in this SOB. Can't even stay the night. That, that to me, is the craziest part. you telling me I own something. I own something, but I can't sleep in it. What's the point? What's the point? I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. 200 grand. Can't even stay the night in it. I'm out. I'm so out, dude. I'm so out. Yeah. Did y'all not know that? I think this is news to Madison. Yeah, you can't stay the night in those. That, that, that's those are for game day use only. 
You can go get a whole ass, I mean, like the most badass RV, mobile home, whatever you can imagine. Or you can have a cockaboose. Like, give me a break. I, I mean, it's, again, the nostalgia, the aura, they're really cool. But practicality-wise, you know what I mean? I, I'm not trying to hate on the cockabooses. I'm, I'm just making the point, if you're going to spend that kind of coin, I mean, granted, 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 if you got 200K to just just throw it out, you know, if you, if you, you know, if you're pulling in a mill a year, right? If you're pulling in a mill a year, then cool. I'll just pop off 200K, no big deal. But most people aren't pulling in a mill a year. So, uh, John Gibbs wanted to shout out the white TSUS quarter zip is fire. Thank you, John. Hey, more coming also, by the way. We got the Beamer Ball white quarter zip. The white quarter zip's clean. Really, really clean. Um, I'll be adding more, John. I'll be adding more to I'll be adding more to the uh to the store to the golf collection specifically John you know I added a bunch yesterday but I'll be adding Clem Sucks Yard Cox Shane Storm uh our TDC logo as well so all, all of our popular designs and if you have any in mind that uh you don't see that you would like added please let me know I can add any of our designs logos what have you to the golf merch Above average, Gamecocks, can you add this ratio? Yeah, I'll add the add the ratio to the collection. Shadow of Death Valley owns a cockaboose. James Kendall, Shadow of Death Valley could afford one. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he could. Yeah, we're 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 all peasants compared to Shadow of Death Valley and his 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 massive six figure salary. So Anyways, guys, yeah, somehow we got off of a uh, we got off on a tangent about the cockabooses. How about Gamecock softball? They got their season going. Tough start. Tough start. Nine to one loss to uh to Charlotte. I'll tell you this too. I, I I'll tell you this. You wouldn't think, and I don't say this in like a a, a I, I'm not trying to say this in like a disrespectful way. Let me let me just put that out there. But you know, so is softball really a sport that that really moves the needle in the sense of like it generates uh, stirs emotion like football, baseball, basketball? I mean, we we, we would you wouldn't think so, right? Like, like certainly not football, right? Where people just I mean, one thing goes wrong, they're ready to burn it down, fire people, whatever. So for, it kind of surprised me when I go on to Twitter <laughs> and. South Carolina loses their season opener 9-1 to to Charlotte. And the replies were vicious. The replies are vicious regarding Bev Smith and the softball team. I mean, granted, we stink. I mean, there's just and, – and I hate to say that. I hate to say that. I hate to say that because it's been one game, but – Mark Ryan on air says, I too have a cockaboose. He also says, I'm going to make a limbo ball shirt on Etsy. Please do that, my guy. My guy, I... Please do that. Please do that. I mean, let's see something real quick. Um... 
see people think I'm a jerk, right? There's some people that think I'm a, I'm a douche. They think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dickhead. If I really wanted to be a dickhead, I could go trademark limbo ball, right? But I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, but I could, or better yet, I could just go make my own. I could literally take the Beamer ball design, just change Beamer to limbo and make a shirt with that on it. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to, but I could, right? But I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> P-Dog, have at it, my guy. Go to Etsy and do whatever you want. I mean, dude, people are on Etsy, Etsy making Beamer Ball stuff. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. It's all good. I'm not too worried about the folks on Etsy, you know what I mean, that are, that are getting after. I mean, it is what it is. It's all good. Spread the good word. Spread the good word. Uh, our softball history, pretty damn good, actually. Pretty damn good. We haven't been to the College World Series since 97, though. Um... We were, in the, we were in the Super Regionals in 2018. That feels like forever ago. But, to Brendan's point, you look at the tournament appearances. I mean, 99, 2000, 01, 02, 03, 04, 07. Had a little bit of a slump. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And now we haven't made it since 19. So, yeah, I mean, no, listen, I, I you know, I will say this. Yeah, I, I will say this, that like, I think it'd be kind of weird if I came out and had like some crazy vitriol against the softball program. I, I don't know. Like, would that be like, would that be kind of crazy? That'd be kind of weird. But I will say this, that, yeah, I think what's most unacceptable and tough to stomach. I mean, we care about all sports, right? We do. We care about all sports. So to see South Carolina softball be as bad as they are and to rub salt into the wound to see Clem Sucks, whose program started 30 seconds ago, be as good as they are. That's where it's like, well, what's going on? What, 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 what happened? What just happened? They didn't even have a team five years ago. They didn't even have a team five years ago. And now, we are, we are. It, it doesn't make any sense. It just does not make any sense. Above average Gamecocks. Gamecock basketball, someone's prediction game by game, 25. Who who picked 25 and 6? My God. Nobody. No, nobody picked that. Come on. There's nobody that actually picked that. You got to be pulling my leg, man. There's nobody that picked that. Nobody picked us to go 25 and 6. How do y'all feel though? Hey, tomorrow, big game. Carolina takes on Ole Miss in Oxford. Tough place to play, but I actually feel pretty optimistic. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. I actually feel pretty optimistic. I really do. I think South Carolina gets the dub tomorrow. I, I do. I think I'll be I think I'll be picking the dub. I think Gamecocks basketball, men's basketball gets a dub this weekend, believe it or not. Huge game Sunday, by the way. C L A South Carolina. It's taking on L S U. And I'll tell you this, though. You know what's funny? It's the game of the year because both teams are undefeated. I fully expect us to win by double digits. I, I really do. Because if you look at if you look at LSU, they have not been all that great. They've been pretty gettable, it seems to me. 
right? Whereas South Carolina, I mean, I, they, we're, we're just on a different level, dude. We're, we're on a completely different level than anybody. Big game boomer picking Ole Miss to beat South Carolina. Yeah, Madison, going to be fun. Uh, again, I, I expect the women's team to get the dub. I, I, there's nothing that tells me they won't. Again, I, like I told Robbie Davis, I, I think at this point, I think at this point if you're picking against Dawn Staley's team, I think you're just trying to make a point. And, and I, I'm just, I don't need to make a point. Not in that regard. Not that way. So. Big news coming over the last 24 hours, guys. Texas, Oklahoma. Joining the SEC effective next July. They will be joining the league for the 2024 season. What does that mean for divisions? What does that mean for the conference? What does that mean for the championship game? What does that mean for the Gamecocks? You know, I, I, I said it two summers ago when we found out this was happening. You got to stay and fight. I mean, what are the choice do you have? You know, thank goodness, again, you're coming off a year in which you win eight games and recruiting momentum is what it is because you're going to need it. It only gets tougher. It only gets tougher. I mean, that's one of the reasons why you come to South Carolina is because it's tough. It's because you play against the best. And so if you win, you earned it. But realistically, when you look at long-term, what does this mean for your hopes and your dreams of winning an SEC championship? To insinuate that it does not get more difficult would be incorrect. I'm really curious to see what the league does with an eight-game or a nine-game conference schedule. If it is a nine-game conference schedule, who are your three permanent opponents, right? South Carolina is probably going to get stuck with Georgia. And then you think about what a nine-game conference schedule does. You already play Sucks every year. So that's 10 of 12 that are against Power 5 teams. Then you got two other non-conference. Well, what if the one of the other ones is, is North Carolina? What if it's Virginia Tech? What if it's NC State? South Carolina will field one of the hardest, one of the toughest schedules in college football year in, year out, which is not something new for us, but it's just the reality. So I ask you, do you love it? Do you hate it? Your overall thoughts. Because from the from the fan of the sport, fan of the conference perspective, I mean, I love it. What adding the Longhorns and the Sooners does for, for different types of matchups and, you know, not just football, but, man, baseball, first off. My goodness. Those are going to be so much fun, those series. Basketball, those two schools also beef up the conference. The conference as a whole, it means more money, which means more facility upgrades, which means you can pay your coaches more, which means more for NIL. Everything will enhance, but what does this mean for the Gamecocks' chances to ever break through and actually win an SEC championship? It was already a daunting task. I mean, now it becomes... 
Now it becomes even that much more difficult. So I'm not saying it's impossible. That's not what I'm saying, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. That's that's it. That's it. It's it's going to be tough. Um, let's see. Austin Gregory, our schedule this year is the toughest Beamer has faced. True or false? Um, I will say probably Austin. I'll probably say true. I don't know if this is more so recency bias because it's happening this year or what have you, but, I mean, when you think about the fact that you've got to play UNC in the season opener, you got to go to Sanford, to Neyland, and to Kyle Field. you still got to play Clem Sucks. I mean, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, this is this is... This is a pretty tough schedule. Is it the toughest in college football? No, probably not, but it's a tough schedule. Yeah, it's a tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would actually definitely say you're correct, yes. Because you think year one, you had Eastern Illinois, you had East Carolina, who was pretty solid, right? Last year, I mean, your non-conference was, you know, Georgia State was a solid, quote-unquote, solid team. You know, at Arkansas was tough. You know, you trade them out for Mississippi State this year. But yeah, I think those road trips, I think those road trips do indeed make this the toughest schedule to date. Mm-hmm. Eric Girardeau, we've had the number one schedule a couple of times. Yeah, we've had the number one schedule. Us having the toughest schedule in college football. I mean, when you've got to play Georgia and Clem Sucks every single year, and when Clem Sucks was top five winning national titles, I, I mean, yeah, your, your schedule is going to be one of the most difficult. Guys, that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our first break of the day. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. I tell you, what started a stir yesterday was uh, J.C. Sherbert's comments about the downsizing of Williams-Brice Stadium. And safe to say, it, it does not sound like that is a very popular idea amongst most in Gamecock Nation. Of course, that is the hot rumor, right? That along with this big project, and from what I've heard, that there's a potential that both the east side and south upper decks could be removed. Bringing the capacity down to... I mean, it'd be around 62,000, 63,000, something like that. Safe to say it's not a popular idea. <laughs> it's it's not. I You know, I, I will say this, though, what I noticed, guys. And, and am I going to sit here and say that I love the idea? Not particularly. Because I think there's ways. I think you can do all the projects around the stadium you want to do 
without taking away from the stadium. I, I do. What I would personally do, and I've said this before, what I would love to see them do is if you want to enhance the fan experience at williams Bryce Stadium, don't take out any upper decks, right? Don't, don't rip off the upper decks. But what they should do is rip out all those hard bleachers and put in actual seats. Seats with a back, with a fold-out chair, like you see at a professional stadium. Is that going to decrease capacity? Yes, it is. But is it going to enhance the fan experience? Absolutely. I go to a game, I don't want to be sitting on a hard metal bleacher. Not for as much as tickets cost. Nobody wants to, and and they're not even, the the seats you have, it's not even wide enough. If you've been in Willie B, when it's packed, you know it ain't what, you know you don't have room. You do not have room. So if you want to enhance the fan experience, put actual chair backs, put actual, actual seats like you see in a professional stadium, rip out the hard bleachers and put in chairs. Don't take out the upper decks though. Again, you're going to decrease capacity, but you're going to enhance the fan experience, in my opinion, to a point that it's well worth it. And hey, if you want to leave the hard bleachers in for the student section, by all means, go ahead. But for everybody else, I I think that's a no-brainer idea. I think that's in, like the chairs they have at Founders Park, it is a no-brainer to put those in. Now, will they do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. But 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 me personally, guys, again, like I, I don't I don't want to I you know, I mean I love Willie B, but is there anybody that likes sitting on those benches, those bleachers? Is there anybody that likes being crammed in there shoulder to shoulder? Am I do I sound like a boomer right now? I, I don't think I do. I don't think I do, but like I don't know. I, I don't know. I, that to me just feels so no duh. That to me feels so no duh. I, I I just so no duh. Okay, y'all should have me back now. I don't know what just happened. The internet just went to complete shit. So, either way, yeah, the 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 Willie B hackers, I guess Ray Tanner's people. I don't know what just happened. The internet just went completely haywire on me for some reason. I promise you, the bill is paid. I don't know what's going on. Sometimes Spectrum does that, though. I don't know. Anyways, not convenient timing for any of us. Uh, I don't know what happened. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, the delay there. Sorry about the delay there. Um, anyways, we're back. I was in the middle of the whole thing. Like I said, I, I was just saying that uh, I, I think there's ways to enhance. I know there's ways to enhance the the fan experience without taking off the upper decks but we'll see what happens i mean i again that 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 was uh i knew that clip i knew when jc started to began to discuss it i knew that that was going to be a hot topic of discussion because you know it's it's interesting guys let's just call it for what it is let's be honest with ourselves right let's be honest with ourselves size of stadium is an ego thing amongst amongst college fans. It, it is. It is. 
It is, right? So it so like to downsize is like the worst possible thing. You know what I mean? It, it's like the the worst case scenario. Travis says, I've never gone to a game for comfortability, though. I'm there to create havoc on the opposing team. That's just me. It's battle time, not library time. I, I, I Let me say this, Travis. I get what you're saying. I do. I understand it completely. Why can't we create havoc while also being comfortable, though? Why, why, why is that? Like, Travis, I get what you're saying, but, like, I, I, dude, my my voice, me screaming, does not have the the impact to the point where I should be stuffed in the stadium like a sardine. You see what I'm saying? Like, I get what you're saying. I get totally what you're saying. But, like, we shouldn't have to sacrifice comfort to make an impact on the game. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, listen, guys, you want my opinion? I don't want them to downsize. I'd love for them to freaking put another matching upper deck above the student section. And then put chairback seating, and then you still got a 90,000-seat stadium with chairbacks. How about that? That, to me, is the solution. Close the stadium in, and there you go. That, to me, would be super dope. That'd be super dope. But it doesn't sound like this happening. Doesn't sound like that's where they're spending the money. So... And I think sometimes people forget that, by the way, as we enter the second hour. So, you know, sometimes people forget, you know, I, I've had people throw shots at me for because of business decisions I've made. You did this, did that. Why is he doing this? Like, and people don't understand that it is about business. And like, USC's a business too, guys. They don't make every decision based off what Gamecock fans want. They make decisions based off what is good for business and what is not. So guess what? I know that South Carolina fans, and this is going to sound harsh, I know that fans want to believe that their favorite school cares about them deeply. But they don't. Not not to the level you probably think. Like, they'll have no problem pricing you out. They don't give a damn. They're worried about the bottom line. That's a fact. That's anything in life. Money makes the world go round, right? I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's the golden rule. Those who have the gold make the rules. So, you, I mean, you know, I, I'm not saying they don't care about fans at all, but if they've got to cut out the bottom 10% and up the price and that's going to make things better for them, they'll do it. They'll do it in a heartbeat. They'll do it in a heartbeat. And I'm not even saying that they're, like, totally wrong for that because you got to make tough decisions, but USC's a business too, guys. You know, when people say, they're going to change this, they're going to change the fan experience, why would they do this? It's about business. Like, it, it is. <laughs> it's about the cash, you know? Now, they're going to do things that also benefits the fans because if they didn't, they wouldn't do good business because nobody would show up, right? They're going to do things that benefit us all. But I'm just saying, so like, if they talk about downsizing the stadium, well, of course, that's not the positive. That's not the the popular move. But USC's a business. They're not thinking about it based off what, what old buddy sitting in 509, row 34 wants to do. They don't give a damn. Breaking news. Section 501, row 17. They don't give a shit. 
They worried about what the dude in the box wants to do. They worried about what the diamond spur wants to do. I, I mean, I, I know I'm not, I'm, I know that I'm not, I'm, I'm not giving you any breaking news here, but that, that's just the facts. Like, you know. Fair or unfair, it's just the reality of the world, man. And money's not everything, right? But in those scenarios, I'm just saying that, like, USC, that, you know, I mean, look at the SEC, guys. I mean, why, why are they adding Oklahoma and Texas? The SEC is adding Oklahoma and Texas because what it means for the bottom line. That, that's why they're doing it, right? I mean, it's, it's great for business. It's a great business move. That's why they're doing it, right? And Jeff Gullage, you do make a good point. Seattle Seahawks, one of the smallest stadiums in the NFL, also one of the loudest he says, size doesn't matter in this case, in quotes. Very nice. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I would just say this. Do I love the idea of downsizing? Do I still think Willie B could be a, a raucous environment? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes. Gamecock fans will never, ever stop showing up and showing out and being loud and and. and That'll never stop. I, I I think that'll be a constant forever. I mean, listen, if this fan base isn't broken by now, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, if we're still showing up at this point, ain't nothing can stop us. There's nothing that can stop us. Yeah, and I see... Uh, Again, I see my guy J.C. Sherbert on the the inside the Gamecocks account and his own account, you know, going back and forth with people, just just having banter about. Um, and I didn't know this either, guys. Carolina has less luxury suites than any stadium in the league outside of Vanderbilt. Like that, that's got to be fixed. That's got to be. Got to take care of your people. You got to take care of your people. Rebecca, what's going on? Great to hear from you, Rebecca. We've been wondering what you've been up to. We've been wondering where you've been. Glad you're doing well and thriving. Guys, 843-790-3377, whatever y'all want to discuss. Again, men's basketball taking on Ole Miss tomorrow. Women's basketball, huge game Sunday against the LSU Tigers undefeated. By the way, guys, I uh, I simply ask for your well wishes and thoughts. We'll be fine, but uh, I will be embarking to the mountains on Sunday. And let me just give you the weather forecast for where I'm going. The weather forecast for Sunday, the day that we are driving up. Let's see. Let me get it pulled up. The weather forecast for Sunday is... A high of 33 degrees. Why did I say degrees? Degrees. High of 33 degrees. Chance of precipitation, 100%. Winds at 11 to 15 miles an hour. Snow and ice accumulating 5 to 8 inches. So, going to be a lot of fun going to be a lot of fun so just keep us in your thoughts as yours truly makes the trip i'm looking forward i can't wait i can't wait gonna be a blast gonna be an absolute blast 
But uh, yeah, I got to go get some chains for the uh, for the tires. I got to get some. I've never done that. I've never put chains for the tires. So I got to go get that taken care of. Anybody out here? Anybody out there got experience driving in the snow? Anybody? I mean, I doubt it. We're all South Carolinian, South Carolinians, so mo- most of us don't know what to do, right? Five to eight inches sounds like just a crazy snow, right? Like, I mean, but I'm looking forward to it, man. going to be fun. We're going to have some fresh powder on the slopes on Monday. Got some powder, man. Fresh powder, man. And then that night, too, Sunday night, we got 60% chance of snow. So they're going to get about eight inches of snow. Half a foot of snow. Gonna be good. Gonna be a good time. Gonna be a good time. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, I hear you, Bruin Nation. That a boy. Michael Sullivan, my question is this then when, how do you know when to put the chains on the tires? Do they tell you? Like, is it just you just when it starts getting bad? Like, I mean, what because obviously if you drive with those on when it's not when it's not iced out, you're gonna screw your tires up. So I'm going to have them just in case. I'm sure the roads will be. Marion says, watch some driving tutorials. Well, Marion, I uh, the good news is, man, where I'm going, we went up there many, many times. I went up there many, many times with my family. My dad drove, my grandfather. So we, we, we know what we're doing. We know what we're doing. Um. Anyways, it'll be a good time. We'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out for sure, for sure. Gonna be like I said, gonna be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm gonna try to get up there early Sunday too, so we so we beat a lot of the snow, so we can actually just enjoy it. Be a good time. Anyways, anyways, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Travis says I recommend just driving slow. I lived in the DMV area, now in Oklahoma. Of course, that's a big difference. I'm sure, Travi. Does this snow in Oklahoma? Does it snow in Oklahoma, Jeremy? I'm I'm sure it does, right? The Midwest is weird with weather. The Midwest is very strange with weather. By the way, guys, side note, Baseball America dropped their projected preseason field of 64. Baseball America's got the Gamecocks as a three-seed in the Winston-Salem Regional, which will be hosted, of course, by the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. They've got Wake Forest as the host, East Carolina the two-seed, South Carolina the three-seed, and College of Charleston the four-seed, which would be an absolute gauntlet of a regional. So, I, I just ask you this, would that be good enough? And I posed the question on social media yesterday, what are the minimum expectations for Mark Kingston to return as head coach next year. And listen, many people will look at me and say, oh, there's old typical C. Philly bringing up the coach's job status again. Oh, here he goes on his rant. Fire this guy, fire that. But it's a storyline for this year. It has to be. Like, I I know I've called for coaches' jobs, and some of those moments have been divisive, and some of those moments folks have adamantly disagreed with. I feel like, Talking about the job status of Mark Kingston is the least hot take of all time. Many folks were ready to get rid of him before I was, right? And I don't lead into this season with fire Mark Kingston, guilty till proven innocent. I don't lead into the season with that, but it is a storyline, without a doubt. So again, I pose the question, 
what are minimum expectations for the 2023 season for Mark Kingston to return? I've said it many, many times, and I'm not backing off of it. I think it's super regionals or bust for Mark Kingston and this Gamecocks baseball team. Here's the reason why. Because if you do not make the super regionals, and you don't have to host, you just have to make it. If you don't make the supers, one of three things happen. Number one, you miss the postseason. He should be gone. That's not up for debate. Number two, you're a two or three seed and you have to go on the road for a regional and you lose. He should be gone. The third and maybe the most damning outcome of all is you do have a good season. You win close to 40 games or 40 games. You host a regional at Founders Park and you lose. Which again, may be the most damning result of all the fact that you would get eliminated on your home field. I just don't see how any of those three scenarios justifies saying, you know what? The program's actually headed in the right direction to Mark Kingston's leadership. I just don't see it. I, I just do not see it. So I think it's super regionals or bust for this Gamecocks baseball team. If, if Mark Kingston's going to resurrect his career as South Carolina's head coach, I think that's the minimum expectation. I think that's what you've got to hit this year. Absolutely. Dude, Raw for show. Come on, Chris. I wish we could fire Muschamp again. Fire his ass again. I hear you. Fire him again. Let's see. Uh, yes, Rebecca, Valentine's Day is indeed Tuesday. James Kendall, I lived in Denver. Did you? Did you? I've heard great things about D Denver, James. I've heard great things about Denver. Is only crashed in the snow once. Yeah, I hear you. Um, again, I, I don't think that's a hot take at all. I think super regionals or bust is fair. I mean, I the only gray area I could see occurring is let's say you win high 30s, maybe low 40s. I mean, God forbid, if you if you won 40 games, that'd be an incredible season, incredible regular season. Right? But let's say you did that. You had a really, really good year, you host a regional. And you got to the regional final and you lost. That's the only scenario where I think there'd be even a sliver of debate. But I just think the problem is, guys, and I think a lot of it, listen, I think a lot of it's going to come down to how the season goes, too. Because, dude, if you win 35, 36 games and you still don't hit worth a shit and the pitching carries you, what did you accomplish? What did you do? Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from... John Edwards, again. To accept, press one. John Edward, again, what's up? Yeah, uh, I just had some thoughts on what you were saying. I was actually thinking about this this morning before the show on uh, Mark Kingston. But, um, yeah, I do think Super Regionals is a real is a reasonable expectation. Like, if you don't make the Super Regionals this year, I think you need to be fired. You need to make, another, uh, make a change. That being said, I've said all that. But I'm not coming into the season, you know, I want us to lose every game. Like, you know, I said a few months ago, like, I know I said all that. But I want to win as much as everybody else in this family. And I want it's why I don't think – I know – I'm not saying this. I don't think Mark Kingston is the right head coach for this program. That being said, I want him to prove us wrong. I want him to win. I want him to be around a while so we don't have to make that change. 
but you know, it, it it's both ways. Am I making sense on that? Yes, yes. I I I mean, John, I I I understand that John Edward. Excuse me. I understand that. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's people that don't think Kingston's the guy, but I mean, I I certainly I think if you're going in the season hoping they lose, so there's a change, you're you're going about it the wrong way. Yeah, I, I yeah. Yeah, I do. I do think you know. I said I. You probably remember when I did say you know I want. I wouldn't mind those. I said months ago I wouldn't mind those losing to refire him, but then I think I maybe I thought I've had more time to reflect on that, and you know, what would I be upset? Maybe it's come out the wrong way. People can disagree if they want. But, you know, if you lose this year, that means you probably make a change. But, you know, you want to win and keep him around. If You know, if that makes sense to anybody. But, mm. I'm, you know, I don't think he's the guy, like I said, but I want him to prove us wrong. Mm. This is not a situation of let me compare the football real quick where, you know, we won a must champ gone and we, you know, like, if we lose games, so be it with must champ. You know, that would get him by a completely different situation, but it's not the same thing. It's, I just, you know, I want to call back and uh, I was thinking about that this morning, actually, and like, you know, I wouldn't mind if you got fired, but I also want to win. I'm not going to come into, you know, I'm not going to, you know, next Friday I get home from work and I listen to the game against UMass Bowl and be like, I'm not looking forward to this season. I want us to lose. It, that's not how I'm going to operate. Yeah. No doubt, my friend. No doubt. It, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. It, it really will. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I do think – I do, I do think, yeah, and I'll – you know, I got to go here in a few minutes anyway, but I just – you know, I do think Super Regionals is, is reasonable. And if you don't – I, it, you know, everyone can say in the chat and, you know, comment, but it's like, you know, Super Regionals is, is that, you know, I think it's reasonable. If you don't make Supers this year, I think he's fired. And that's what I'll speak of it because we got a game next week. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So, no, I, I, yeah, I, I think I think that's without a doubt reasonable for sure. All right. Hey, thanks for taking my call twice. No, you John, have, hey, you have a good time. Yeah, yeah, John Everett, I appreciate it, man. All right. Thanks so much. Great stuff from John Edward. And yeah, nobody's pulling for this team to lose games, obviously. But uh yeah, I mean pressure's on, man. You gotta win. You got to win, bottom line. Uh, guys, we're going to jump into another quick break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this Friday, February the 10th, 2023. Travis says you should never want your coach to fail because that means your team is not meeting expectations. Yeah, and here's the thing. I love the Yardcocks more than I dislike Mark Kingston, so I want them to win. Um, I'm going to just provide some perspective here because I see what Lynn Turner – this is what Lynn Turner says. I think team batting average over 200, no more than two midweek losses, not being swept in a single series all year will be a huge step in the right direction regardless of what happens in the postseason. We really need to beat Pickens Tech this year too. Let, let me give you some perspective though. Um, let me give you some perspective here, Lynn Turner, on the, on the whole batting average thing. I, I get what you're saying. 200 though is – no, no, no. Last year, 
This team hit 263 total. Right. In SEC play, we hit like 225. So we need to hit above 200. That goes without saying. <laughs> we need to hit, though, that, that 263 we hit overall last year. That's what we need to hit in SEC play. And we need to hit more like 280 or 290 as a team. That's really what we need to do. I mean, if you're not hitting 300 in non-conference play, you suck. You suck. There's no other way to put it. You just suck, right? And we have sucked swinging the bat lately. I would agree with you that, you know, it's interesting. In baseball, right, those early season, especially non-conference series, they don't make or break your season. We all agree with that, right? I mean, you look at the 2010 National Championship team. They lost two of three to East Carolina and two of three to Clem Sucks and still won it all. So what happens in, especially February, but early March, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't define you, right? It, is a, it doesn't define your entire season. That's why baseball is such a long season. But I will say this. I will say this about it. How important is that series? I, I think with what is on the line from Art Kingston, and then you factor in that, you got swept by the Tigers last year. First time that had happened since the late 90s. And, and you took their head coach, Monty Lee, who we all love and adore, was a Gamecock first, but still, you took Clem Sucks' head coach, and you took three of their players in the transfer portal. Listen, guys, that could be labeled as a desperation move. It could. I'm not saying it is, but it could be labeled that way. It could be labeled that way. But the bottom line is this. If you do all of that, and Clem sucks as a first-year coach, and you still don't win the series, I'm not saying he gets fired on the spot or anything like that, but, but I just think to gain any sort of favor with this fan base early on, that rivalry series is one that Mark Kingston absolutely needs to have. He absolutely needs to have it. Especially after you got swept a season ago. So I, I think it's... I think it's massively, massively important. Massively important. No doubt. You know, I, and it's like, I don't want to put too much emphasis on it. Okay, Lynn Turner, you meant 280. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. But, uh, you know, you hate to put too much emphasis on a series that takes place beginning of March. But, man, it's just, it's just going to be a really dog shit look if you lose to a first-year, and I think Eric Backage is a great coach. I mean, I, I commended them. I commended Clem Sucks for making that move. I did. It was a move that I think we, I know for a fact, we all wanted South Carolina to make. I commended Clem Sucks. I still commend him. I think Backage is a good coach. I think Backage is going to get them right. I think Backage is, is going to have a good career. I mean, guys, Clem Sucks is a good program. They are. They're not as good as us. But they're a good program. I mean, they've got tradition. They've got real baseball tradition. I have a lot more respect for the Tigers in that sport than any other. I can tell you that much. Right? I mean, that's what's made 
That is what's made the Carolina Clemson's rivalry the best in college baseball because both have been good. Both have been good. Not lately, but for a very long time, both have been very good. Austin Gregory, who hits the most home runs? Mm. I'm going to pick a guy, right? Because my, more, more my, where my head wants to go, Austin, is, well, this guy could do this, this guy could do that. I will go... And just to give us some perspective, who last year? Who last year led, the, led our team in homers? Let's see. Josiah Seitler with 15, which was crazy. Andrew Reister had 10. Both those guys are gone. Braylon Wimmer had seven. He was third, and Wimmer is back. I'm going to go with Gavin Cassis. I think Gavin Cassis, big body left-handed hitter, Mark Kingston State, has been the best hitter since he stepped up on campus. I think Wimmer could, but I am going to go with Cassis. I think Founders Park is built for a big body lefty like a Cassis is. So as long as he stays healthy, which sounds like he's all good to go, I think Gavin Cassis will lead this team in homers. I do. And you know what's so tough, guys? I talked about this yesterday, and I, I know I keep repeating this. What's so tough is I am so optimistic, but it's it's like it's hard not like – I'm optimistic because I love Carolina baseball and because I have this, you know, I, I just, I don't know, man. It's just ingrained in me to think of Carolina baseball and think of greatness and think of winning and think of championships. And, you know, I, I just, I view Carolina baseball in such high regard, right? So that's what drives a lot of my optimism. It's like, it's tradition. We're supposed to win. We're supposed to win. Like, what women's basketball is doing, that's what baseball should be doing. Like, being that elite, that's what we should be doing. I know it's different, but that's what we should be doing. And so for us to not be there. And, you know, my my skepticism obviously comes in because of what's happened during the Kingston era, bottom line. I mean, it's just, it's, it's you know, we're in like a bit of a toxic relationship right now, it almost feels like. So... You know, when Travis says running and scoring, runners in scoring position, hitting's got to improve. We've strained so many guys in the pond. We have. Yeah, we have. We have not been good with runners in scoring position. And listen, Travis, we're, we're not going to get them in every time. We're not going to get them in every time. We're not. It, it's, it's baseball. Pitchers step up, too. Sometimes pitchers make pitches. you got to tip your cap. But you do need to be better, right? you got to cut down on strikeouts. you, you got to... What here's what's got to change with South Carolina offensively on the diamond is this. I feel like over the course of the Kingston era, scoring runs has been like pulling teeth. I mean, it's been, you get to the eighth inning and, and you're down three runs or four runs or more, what have you, right? You're down a couple runs. It's just like the game's lost. I mean, it's just over. Guys, three runs in college baseball is not shit. And I know it's not just a me thing. Because, hell, I've seen it before. On a Friday night, we're down three runs. We're not even trotting out our best arm in relief. And you know why we're not? And you know what it tells me, at least? It tells me we don't believe we're going to come back. We don't believe we can score three runs and tie this ball game Because if we did... 
we would make it a point of emphasis to say, hey, let's keep them right there. We'll be fine. We'll score. We'll just keep them right there. But when you're throwing out your sixth or seventh best option, what you're telling me is, ah, eh, this game's lost anyways. Let's not burn our best guys. I mean, that's got to change, dude. That's just got to change. It, it shouldn't. It shouldn't feel like like scoring a run is hard. Hitting's not. What I was about, I was about to say hitting's not hard. It is very hard, but we almost we make it more difficult than it already is. Yeah, and Travi, Texas A&M, my goodness. I know Brendan recalls that one well because I think he still talks about it. I think we were up like 9 nothing, something like that. <laughs> college baseball, I mean, I, I can't wait. I mean, that obviously sucked, but, bro, college baseball is so wild. It's so unpredictable. I mean, that, that's honestly one of the things that makes it great. It really is. It's so much fun. It's It's so just, you know. Okay, breaking news. Tiger Woods is playing in the Genesis Invitational next week. How about that? Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. TSUS.store, where you can check out our latest merch, guys. We've got tons of golf merchandise uploaded on the store now. Our brand new golf collection. We've got Adidas polos, Adidas quarter zips with all your favorite designs. Big Cock Club, Beamer Ball, uh, the main logos, if you will. I'm getting more added, too, by the way. Our ass-kicking chicken designs up there as well. But I'm getting Clem Sucks added. Probably going to get Shane Storm, uh, the Yardcock logo, the TDC logo. What else? What else should we do? We got Beamer Rider 23, of course. Forgot to mention that. We've got those in polos and quarter zips. So, tons of dope stuff. Tons of dope stuff. Highly suggest you check it out. T-S-U-S dot store. And I tell you this, when it comes to polos and quarter zips, obviously these are priced higher than like our t-shirts, our hoodies, whatever. But um, in comparison to like the, the Under Armour polos or polos, quarters you'd buy anywhere else, our stuff's as good as it's going to get. I mean, that stuff is not cheap. That stuff is not cheap. So, and it's high quality, too. I've got some for myself, man. It's really, really high quality. Joey 80, have you heard anything about some football players being suspended from the team and one of them going to jail? Yeah, my friend, this was a week ago. Um, Montague Rames, Anthony Rose, and Cameron Upshaw. We shall see what happens with them. We shall see what takes place. But uh, no, no, no details are out yet. No details are out yet. So. Anyways. 
So hopefully there's a resolution for that soon. Guys would imagine spring practice will start in a couple of weeks, probably beginning of March or so. Spring game is set for April the 15th. Excited for it. Madison Duncan, what game is on March the 23rd? Yes, we take on, and that's the, so that is the, there is not a game. That is the start of our Carolina Alehouse Spring Tour, which will begin in Columbia. So, there is no game, though. That weekend, that weekend we take on Missouri. That weekend we take on Missouri, so. Yep. That weekend we take on the Missouri Tigers. Mm -mm -mm. I think I saw somebody earlier comment the show, by the way. What's up, my guy Will, by the way? Will from Dirty Myrtle, what's up? Somebody commented, are we a are we a baseball school or a women's basketball school? And I mean, I feel like at this point, how how could you argue we're anything other than a women's basketball school? Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this. I'm gonna tell you straight up. What are we in regards to what's winning? What's the most elite? Well, women's basketball school, duh. And I love baseball. And I've said before we're a baseball school. That's incorrect though. South Carolina's a football school. What and I say that from this perspective, what moves the needle more than anything? Football. Football does. I mean, it's not even, it's not even remotely close. It's not even remotely close. And it's not a disrespectful thing. That goes for every SEC school. That football is king. It, it is. I mean, you think about it, guys. If there was a way to break it down, if we took every Daily Crow that we do throughout the year, how much time would you say we spend talking football? I'd probably say... At minimum, 75%. At minimum. I will say I talk a lot of baseball during the season. And if I didn't love baseball, we wouldn't, right? I don't talk basketball because, I, number one, we stink. And number two, I mean, I'll be honest with you, and you guys know this, I'm not like a diehard basketball guy. So when you when you mix that with a bad product, it's just – see, Madison, I think it's way more than 55%. We, I mean, we – we are in the midst of basketball season, and we're still talking football. We talk football every day for most of the time, which I'm not complaining. I'm just saying football's king. Let's jump to the phone lines. Call from. Dale from East Tennessee. To accept, press 1. To send a Dale, what's going on, man? Good to hear from you. Hey, you sound like a robot for some reason. You sound like you're underwater. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, Dale. That might be that that uh, that cricket phone you got. No, no. The, the, the lady that answers the phone and answers who it is, she even sounded like she was underwater. I don't know, man. I don't know what – you sound – hey, you sound crystal clear on my end, which is really what's important because the audience has been itching to hear from you. And they can hear you loud and clear. 
hold on, let, let me get some some tin foil so I can put it on my head. Maybe I'll pick you up a little better because it uh, for me you bubbling like you under a glass of champagne. But but yeah, man, I I've been trying to call in all week, but that that Zach Sauce champion or whatever his name is, he he kept blocking me, and I'd fall asleep during his call, and I couldn't call back in. Mm. Well, I'm glad we we're finally able to get you on the line. How, how's Rebecca been? We ain't heard from her in a minute. Yeah, I had to make sure she was off the show because I was going to ask you a question or two about Valentine's Day, but with her on here, I was like, Brady, you can't get on here today. I had some minutes to call in, so she's out of the, she's out of the house now. So I got to man, but she's doing okay. You know, she got over the cozy. You know, she had the COVID nineteen for a little while, but she's doing all right. We had a good Christmas. I love that. Uh, How yeah, are you yeah. doing? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, you bring up a great point, man. Valentine's Day is is upcoming. You uh, you scrambling last minute or what? Hey, you know, roses are red, but lights are blue, buddy. Yeah, I got a plan for Valentine's Day. Uh, I heard you going on a trip with yours. That should be fun. But yeah, yeah my idea of what me and me and Becca's going to do. Uh, you know, you ever seen them fellas online and on TV? They make them homemade hot water, uh, like them hot tub things in the back of the truck. I have, I have seen that. Yeah. Well, I'm working on doing that. You know, we're gonna have a romantic, you know, hot hot tub, a mobile hot tub. Go up to Shawnee's afterward, get us something to eat through the drive-thru. And then there's a big vacant lot next door to the Shawnee's mm-hmm. where there's a big dumpster and the bears like to come up and uh, eat from that dumpster. So we're going to do some bear watching. Tons of Bud Lights to go around, I'd imagine. Oh, man, yeah, it's going to be a good time. we got to take the wheels off that night so, so we can't, you know, drink and drive, drive safe, kids. You don't want to do that, so... Yeah, I'm going to have to get up under there and take the wheels off just so we ain't going nowhere. But it's going to be a good time, Chris. I love it. I love it. That sounds like a romantic evening. Yes, I'm, I'm sure uh, I'm sure y'all have a good time. Yeah, buddy, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, it's Valentine's Day, man, you know, it can go good or bad sometimes, but I, I think this one's going to be a good one. Yeah, a lot, I'm of, excited. lot of pressure on you, Dale. A lot of pressure. You know, Rebecca's got other men fighting for her services, so. Oh, yeah, it's, it's always competition out here. You know, it's just like sometimes we go out to eat, and if, if, some, if I don't order, you know, the sweet tea or the orange crush, you know, she, she keeps it, she changes it, and if somebody just offers her once, we'll go sit with them. You know, just leave me mm. high and dry just over there with a. Come, and then she'll walk back over there and get the quesadilla and walk off. I'm like, you know, but I've learned to love it. I know my spot. You know, it's me, the chat room, and then, you know, Keith will come over and play a little bit sometimes, and we're all on good terms. But, you know, it, it's almost Valentine's Day, so I'm excited. I think it's going to go good for us. I just wanted to holler at you because I heard you going to take a few days off for, for, for you and yours. So, you know, I ain't caught in a little while. I'm happy to hear from you. Like I said, we were starting to kind of wonder where uh, you and Rebecca had been. So we hadn't heard from Rebecca a little bit, but uh, I'm glad everything's going well up in uh, up in East Tennessee. I'm glad y'all are doing good. Yes, sir. You know, we're your big fans, man. We, we love you up here. I've grown to love you. 
like you said, if I had more minutes, I'd try to call back in. But, you know, that big Zach South champion, he's always on the phone for like 30 minutes, and I can't even get in. We'll try to see if Robbie – we'll try to see if Robbie Robbie's willing to uh, share the love here on, on TDC. I, I think I think he can do that. Oh, yeah, 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 Robin. Yeah. Yeah, well, don't you say his name's Robin? Rob- yeah, okay. Oh, Ro- Robbie. Yeah, okay, Robbie. There you go. There you go. He, said, he sounds like he could be a cousin of mine, but, you know, maybe. I don't know. I ain't really looked down the tree. But – uh. All right, man. I just wanted to holler at you and see what you thought about my idea. I'm glad you all paid with it. I'll let you know if we see any bears. I love it. Definitely update us with how uh, how Valentine's Day how Valentine's Day goes. Yes, sir. I will. You have a good one. Dale, you take care, my friend. Have a fun weekend. BDD out. <laughs> what a legend, BDD. Our good friend Dale. What a time. What a Friday. Guys, we'll jump into one final break. On the side, more from you, your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Final 10 minutes or so here on The Daily Crow, taking your questions, your comments, your calls as well. Guys, again, thank you all so much for yet another fantastic week. I do want to update you all, by the way. The big news is still coming. Uh, we are just awaiting response from the other party, if you will. Not exactly sure what's taking them so long, but either way, it is in the works. I just wanted to make sure you all knew that uh, it wasn't some empty tease, if you will, that that is actually going to be happening. But uh, again, just waiting on waiting on the response from the fine folks that we are working with. So... Just wanted to let you all know what the deal was. And yeah, really, really excited for what's happening behind the scenes. A, a massive game-changing. No, James Kendall it has nothing to do with my relationship status. Nothing to do with that. Uh, Panic Ritter says, Chris, do you know any girls who need a Valentine? I do not, Panic Ritter. <laughs> Panic Ritter, you are crazy, bro. Panic Ritter, you're wild, man. You're just wild. Uh, you're wild. Robbie Davis chimes in. I hope everybody has a great weekend and go Gamecocks. And heck with Clemson, you farmers. If I need a farmer, if I need some groceries, I'll hit up a Clemson sucks fan. Let's see. Jeff Gulledge, Chris, have you heard from Walker? He hasn't called in a while. I know he has school, but that little guy is awesome. Um, I have not. I, I know he follows us on Twitter. I follow him as well, and I see him being interactive, but he has not called in a while. Yeah, Walker's the man, dude. Walker's called into Fine Bomb as well, and and uh, yeah, he's a really good kid, man. I I I, uh, I really value talking to Walker, man. Walker's smart. Walker's smart, no doubt. Walker's Walker's a legend. So Walker's an absolute legend. Anyways, uh, yes, Madison, I'll be in Beach Mountain. Yeah, I'll be in Beach Mountain. So, I was up there. You guys might recall I was up there, uh, what was it, end of September, beginning of October. I was up there actually the week of the SC State game. You guys might recall that. So, I'll be heading back up there. The Airbnb we're staying in is is just beautiful. I mean, the views are incredible. 
Uh, we'll be out at Beach Mountain Ski Resort. So looking forward to it. Going to be a good time. That That's – it's – you know, genuinely one of my favorite places on earth. I, I grew up going there with my family and my grandfather, and we'd go up there and play golf and go enjoy the snow and hiking. And But I've never skied up there. And I haven't skied since, God, since I was like 2005. So uh, probably going to be pretty interesting. Probably going to be pretty interesting. Yes, it is going to snow. Madison's going to snow Sunday. Five to eight inches, they said. So it's 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 going to snow. I can't wait for that. I'm so happy that we're going to get a snow, uh, that we'll get to see Beach Mountain. It's it's so beautiful when it snows up there. So really, really looking forward to it. And again, we're going to ski Monday and Tuesday, and I'm I'm really excited. And uh, just hope I come back in one piece. <laughs> no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's, it'll be a good time. So Ben Tanner, uh, what's up, Ben? Great to hear from you, man. Um, yeah, I, I, we're coming back Wednesday. We're coming back Wednesday. So, I, as I said earlier in the show, in case you missed it, no TDC, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll be back in studio Thursday. But, of course, the podcast will drop as normal because Monday will be our big season preview show for Carolina Baseball. Thursday will be the first series preview. Uh, but the Daily Crow will return on Thursday of next week. Right? One of our longer breaks we've had in quite a while uh, but TDC returns Thursday of next week. And then, of course, we'll be live Friday. I don't exactly know, Ben, if I will be at Founders Park for opening day, though. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let all of you know. But, uh, you know, as I've told you before, we might actually start to experiment with the, the watch-alongs, the live stream watch-alongs. I think I'm actually going to order a new microphone, the, the headsets that have the mic out, so I could just be sitting there watching. I don't have to have this in front of me. I know they make those. I've just never stopped to get one. But, uh yeah, I'll let you guys know. I, I don't exactly know my plans at this point, but uh, yes, I'll be back for sure at minimum to be in the studio, breaking everything down, previewing it, you know, getting hyped up. I'm, I'm very excited for opening day. Just one week, exactly one week to the date until opening day. Can't wait. Cannot freaking wait, man. It's going to be a blast. Um, really looking forward to it. So let's see. Again, Gamecocks taking on LSU Sunday. Kim Mulkey against Dawn Staley. I, I think South Carolina wins, and I, I don't. E I don't even know if it's close. I, I really don't. I don't even know if it's close. I, I think the Gamecocks are just that good. I, I think LSU has been kind of hit or miss, whatever. You know, I, I doubt South Carolina. Doubt Dawn Staley at your own peril is what I would say. Doubt them at your own peril. Travi, have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you. Like I said, going to be kind of weird not doing TDC until Thursday of next week. But uh, just felt like, you know what, we're about to get into baseball season. Things get pretty crazy. And I, and I don't take a lot of time off. I mean, you guys know that. I, I don't – I don't. I mean, heck, most of the time, even when I go out of town, right, I'm doing the show and everything. But, uh, yeah, you know, the lady and I are going and, and just wanted to really maximize the experience and maximize the time. And and uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I really am. And, th and this is, you know, Travi, I'll say this. This is the time of year to take some mini breaks, if you will, because obviously during football season, it's it's so intense. And and I'm certainly not going to step away from it at that point. So this is, this is the time of year to do it. You know what I mean? If you're going to take some of those mini breaks, this is the time of year to – and we'll still have – listen, the content will still be bleeding out the eyeballs – I'll have all the, the 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 season preview content and again projected starting lineups, projected starting rotation, 
top storylines. I'll still be, you guys know me, content bleeding out the eyeballs. I can't wait to make content from the top of the ski slope. That's going to be cool. That's going to be cool, right? We just won't have a two-hour live show. That'll be the only difference. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep rocking. You all know that. We'll keep rocking. But, uh, yeah, again, this is the time of year where if I'm going to do it, this, again, is the time of year to do it. Podcast will still drop. Though. I'm actually going to record the Monday pod tomorrow because we'll be on the road Sunday and getting up there. So I'm going to record that tomorrow, and then I'll plan on recording the Thursday show when we get back on Wednesday. So uh, looking forward to it, though. I mean, it's really exciting. I mean, it's it's you know, I was sitting there thinking this morning that, uh, you know, just looking at the timeline and looking at all the content I've been posting, and it's like it's like all baseball at this point. I'm, I'm really happy about that, to be honest with you. Um, a static, you know, it means the best time of year is basically here, or one of the best times of year is here, and, and um, you know, I love seeing the timeline flooded with baseball content. So, really, really excited. Looking forward to opening day. Looking forward to the start of another season. And hopefully, hopefully, we are about to embark on a really, really fun 2023 campaign. Looking forward to it. So, Anyways, guys, truly appreciate y'all. Again, I want to say that the the love, the support, one thing that does not change. You know, a lot of times we see the chaos and endure it, but the the thing that separates TSUS and what's made this great, and I think I know what's made us great, is is the willingness, is the sheer will, will that we have, but the willingness to endure and to push forward and continue to be consistent. Because I'll tell you this, it's it's pretty damn hard to beat a man that never quits. And I've always lived by that mantra my entire life. And, you know, the fact that you guys are there at every single turn, no matter what, showing love, showing support, interacting, engaging, uh, you know, following along with the content, buying the merchandise, that is why we have success. That is why we are where we are. That is why we are going where we're going. And I just really do want to emphasize and say again that I truly appreciate each and every single one of you that gives uh, that gives me and gives TSUS an opportunity to be a part of the content that you consume. And I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you and, and the fact that so many of you have made me and have made TSUS a part of your daily routines and a part of the content that you look forward to on a daily basis. So, guys, again, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No TDC. Podcast drops Monday, Thursday. Stay on, stay on the lookout for more merchandise. I'm adding to the golf collection. I'll release all that once it gets added later today. Uh, outside of that, guys, appreciate your time. Thank you all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. The love support yet again. Uh, go Cox. Beat Ole Miss. Beat LSU on Sunday. And we'll talk to you Monday on the podcast next Friday. Thursday on the Daily Crow as we get ready for opening day. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon.